The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Because I'm happy. Since I've been sitting across from this fella, Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio this afternoon for a long overdue uh, episode of How Does That Make You Feel? Gans, nice to see you. Yes, nice to see you too. And thank you guys for being flexible. Oh. I had some stuff going on at the end of the month last year, last month. So Yeah, it seems like a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> Way too long. Yeah. Gans, uh, you wanted to talk today about uh, training your brain for positivity. Yes. And I think that is one of the things that is very difficult for a lot of folks. And I think, um, yeah, I'm going to say it right here. You know, it's 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 hard for me. I'll be the first one to say that, but I'm not alone in that, am I? No, no. You know, like there's there's almost a, uh, a badge of honor that comes with suffering mm-hmm. for some of us, right? You know, you ask somebody, how you doing? Oh, I'm busy. I'm, you know, yeah. I've been this and that. Oh, yeah, I had this to do. And, you know, sometimes we go even further. Oh, man, those guys in the, you know, DMV or the, you know, whatever, right? It's like you always have something to complain about. And in, in some ways, it can kind of help us to bond. And so it's a little bit of small talk. But in another way, it's kind of like reinforcing negativity in, you know, the, our thought process. Mm. And therefore, if we think that way, we probably going to influence how we feel throughout the day as well. Um, I was actually reading an article just yesterday about mm. busy being busy being the new badge of honor. Yep. Mm-hmm. That um, exactly what you said. Oh, I'm so busy. I've got this to do. I've got oh, this yeah. to do. And instead of dealing with it or maybe slowing it down somehow, <laughs> that uh, that we carry it like it's some great big gold star in the middle right. of our forehead. And that's maybe not a good idea. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, look, it's good to be industrious, right? <laughs> it's, good, it's good to be conscientious and do the things we need to do to um, take care of our commitments and, you know, help to um, support our families and that sort of thing. But yeah, there is, there is something about being um, like saying that we're always busy that reinforces that as being the thing to be and then everybody else is busy and so there's a sort of like a um, a sort of a cultural tide Mm -hmm. that takes you into more and more busyness but we know from research that that the busier we are without breaks the less effective we are and if we continue with that then stuff starts to break down right you can't run your car forever without pulling over to get gas Mm -hmm. or to do scheduled maintenance I mean you're gonna do maintenance one way or the other the scheduled one is cheaper and you know less inconvenient than a break down maybe yeah, yeah. Right? so you know there's there's a lot to be said you know I I, ta- I, I call it filling my buckets yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, over Easter weekend it was it was it's you know April's been a crazy month and uh, on a number of fronts but mm-hmm. I finally had a chance to go visit one of my dearest friends Gans hadn't seen her mm. and her family in four years wow. We we were like we were best friends. The reason I have ta- this tattoo on my mm-hmm. wrist is because of her, and we finally just life got in the way, yeah. you know, with kids and yep. marriage and grandkids, whatever it is. And we sat down, went over to her place, sat down with her and her husband and the kids, and we both just kind of had our buckets filled and nice. talked nonstop for two hours. <laughs> we just finally found the time to do it. And when yeah. I talk about it now, I still just feel full. I feel good about that. But it took us five years, five years to get there. I mean, that's mind boggling to me. Well, see, and this is is the state of our 
our culture right now. And and you know, so um, this uh, the stat was a, a few a few years old now, right? But they said that Japan had the highest number of uh, hours, yeah, human mm-hmm. hours worked in a year, right? And they actually have a word for death by work, yeah. right? Uh, which is not good. Um, uh, Canada was, I think, number two at the time. <laughs> I, I think we may have dropped to number three, but particularly us in Alberta here as Canada's kind of economic engine, yeah. we tend to be busier than the rest of the country in a lot of ways. And so, and, and it's kind of considered normal, right? Those of us who've got, you know, fortunate enough to have jobs or working hard. Do you know what I mean? And then we got all the other stuff we need to do to look after the kids, taking them out, you know, their activities and trying to keep up with stuff. So it can be very easy to just get into that headspace of being super busy and think it's normal and just kind of keep going until something breaks. And in the midst of that, it's difficult at times to be positive. Yeah. And just want to clarify before we kind of delve mm-hmm. into this, you know, we all have people around or at least I, I don't, maybe I don't see it as much anymore, but you always have people who are always like that happy Cathy's, right? They're just (laughs) smiling and happy all the time. And I don't know if that's a front or if they're really like that, because I don't think everybody or most or anybody can be positive all the time. Well, well, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, let's not put on like, let's not just make nice all the time, right? That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually legitimately helping your brain to see the positive. That does not mean that we ignore the negative. It does not mean that we're always happy. It does not mean that nothing bothers us. Mm-hmm. It just means that in the midst of that, in the midst of accepting that, you know, some stuff can be kind of crappy at times and this is not a fun thing. Mm-hmm. In the midst of that, we can still notice that there's some good somewhere, right? Um, so somebody once told me, he said, uh, it's an ill wind that doesn't blow favor on mm-hmm. somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. I was watching NCIS New Orleans mm-hmm. last night and... Um you know, just uh, two of the characters in the show, um, they were talking about their friendship and that sort of thing. And it, 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 long story short is the one turned to the other and says, you give me order in my chaos. Mm, nice. And I'm like, ugh. Hello, light bulb moment, finding order in chaos. So, you know, when we look at, you know, maybe our lives, you don't want to describe them as chaos, but they can be chaotic. At times, yeah. And finding order sometimes, you know, being positive might be... One of those yeah. things. Yeah, what's well, that, that anchor to, yeah. to remind ourselves that there is something good happening even if I can't see it right now, <laughs> right? But if we train ourselves, we're able to see it a lot more quickly. You know, another another little quote that I heard, which I, I, I love and I use with my clients and when I teach and stuff like that, it's uh, something I heard on um, another TV show. Yep. And it was, it was the, the, the character said, uh, other people's rejection is God's protection, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we feel like something bad has happened or, you know, we're, we had a setback, what seems like a setback. But later, if we play it out, it actually turns out to be a real blessing, yeah. right? It turns out to be something that's really positive in the long run. And, you know, if, if we can get into the mindset of understanding that that is how things can play out, then it doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away the sting of whatever hardship we're going through at the time. But it does lessen it, and it does temper it. And so we can actually say, okay, you know what? This sucks, 
but it's not going to suck forever, and I can't wait to see how I can make this into something positive. So we wanted to talk about, uh, there's four different ways uh, that you have, um, mm. and you said there's lots more to train your brain to become uh, more positive more of the time. It doesn't more have to be of most That's of the right. time or all, all of the, the time. time. Just, you know, progress, not perfection. So you say make a greatest hits list. Yeah. And read it every day. Right. Greatest hits of what? Your greatest hits. Oh. So, <laughs> so uh, the idea is that we can take some time. And this is kind of a fun project, right? And you can do this not just in one sitting, but over a few sittings. And sit down and say, okay, what what am I proud of? What 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 are the things that I've accomplished in my life or things that I have, like just personality traits or whatever, physical traits, that I feel good about, mm. right? And start to list those things. And we're not going to put them in any order. We're just going to number them and see how many we get. Mm-hmm. But just brainstorm them, put them all down. And it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool exercise to start thinking about that. And, and then you see it and you look at that. It's like, wow. Well, just the fact of taking the time to write them down helps to put you in a more positive mindset, right? I mean, this doesn't have to be deep stuff, does it? You don't have to cure cancer or solve climate change, right? <laughs> it can be, uh, my, my I can buy off the rack, right? Yep. <laughs> it can be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like cats, right? It's anything at all, right? It's like, for me, I can my, my haircut costs me, I can get a pack of Vic uh, shavers <laughs> for like three bucks and I'm good, right? So I'm cheap, I'm cheap to maintain my haircut. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? And anything like that you can put on the list and you can put, you know, bigger stuff on there as well. But what happens is by training yourself to look at those positive things, it actually changes your feeling about yourself and the way you think. Right. And, and what I suggest to people is that, okay, so every day now, what you want to do is read over your list. Let's say you have 10 to start with, Uh read over your list and see if you can add one every day. Okay, And so you're doing that. And what happens is because you're focusing on it, there's a part of our brain and you and I have talked about this before on the show. It's called the reticular activating system. And that really acts as a bloodhound for us. Whenever, whatever we tell it that is important to us, it will go out and look for more of that thing in the world, okay? Mm. So by taking the time to write your greatest hits list, you're telling your bloodhound, it's important for me to find more things that I can put on this list. So it's going to go out in the world and start paying attention to all the good stuff that you do and your awesomeness and feed that into your brain so it becomes more in your consciousness that there's good stuff in your life or that you are good in your life. And what, that's great, that changes how you feel. You know, I, I don't want to look at the text line, but I'm guessing that someone might say that's kind of being um, a little self-centered. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's important to be self-centered sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's important to do that. Now listen, this does not mean that other people don't also do awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're only thinking about yourself. And you're not but, going around and going, hey, everybody, look at this. Yeah, you're not wearing the t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Not, no, this is for you, right? It's not, this is not something you broadcast unless somebody really wants to know mm-hmm. or you want to share it. But no, this is for you. And this is, this is a, it's, it's actually a practical way of helping you to be more productive in your job, be better as a spouse or a partner, be kinder to your kids, just helping you to have a better experience of life. So it's a tool. It's not, it's not that this is, you know, your identity, but it does help to put you in a proper mindset. So I'll tell you a couple stories, right? So I actually learned this from a guy that I was mentoring with called uh, Bill Barton. Uh, Bill Bartman, sorry, Bill Bartman. And uh, uh, at one point, he was, I think, the third richest guy in the United States or whatever, like billions of dollars, right? And he said this is, he used this whenever he had to go and pitch for a loan or whatever. 
if he, you know, wasn't in the right headspace or whatever. He carried this list around with him all the time, and he opened it up, he'd read it, and he'd get a certain way down. It's okay, I'm in the right headspace now. Like now, I can go in and you know talk to the bankers or the investment people or whatever, right? So he used it, and a few years ago. <clears throat> I was actually asked to um, be the MC at a big event. Uh, I don't know if uh, some people might know who Michael Beckwith mm. uh, is. He's uh, was on the movie The Secret and whatever, so I was yeah. MCing that. I was really nervous. I also got to drive him around and you know like, kind of yeah. hang out with him. So it's like, oh my goodness, right? I was feeling not good. I was feeling quite stressed, and I pulled out mine and started reading. And I got about a quarter way through it, and I said, okay. I'm good. I'm good now, right? And I was able to go and hang out with them and do the event. And it, so it just, it helped to put me in the right physical and emotional state to be successful. So it's really a practical tool that I'm talking about. Interesting, because uh, we need to take a break here. But a couple of things I'm thinking, it's always for a lot of folks, you know, we can have that list. One person can say one bad thing to you and you just focus on that. You can forget all about your list. And it's this one just eats away at us like nobody's business. <laughs> well, I'll talk Talk about that, why that is after the break. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio. Um, these are for you, Gans, because I like Gans. He's always so positive. His recounting of being at the Masters was superb. I can't fly an airplane, so I'm imagining Augusta through him. Wrong doc. <laughs> it wasn't you. It was uh, it was Grant Fedorik okay. who was here. But you know, I think you know the same thing. <laughs> I liked I like Dr. Gans, Jalen. He's always so refreshing. Um, Sarah B says it's not self-centered. It's self-recognition. We are the ones hardest on ourselves. It's amazing yeah. self-care to recognize ourselves. So I mentioned before the break about this whole thing. Like we can have this list and I'm going to read it and go, okay, I've, this is good and this is good and this is good. And then one person says one thing to you, you get a crappy text or a takes phone it, call. It takes you out of the game, yeah. And it takes you out of the game for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Why well, is that? Well, okay, so i got to set the context here. Okay, so um, what the people who study language have figured out is that most people, the average person in North America, has four times the number of words <clears throat> for negative experiences <laughs> as they do for positive experiences, right? So since we think in words, uh, that's how our brain works, we tend to probably think more negative than we do positive, right? So it's very easy. So we're kind of set up that way because we've been thinking this so much, right? And this is why this particular um, exercise of, I mean, all, all four of them, right? But the idea of uh, conditioning your brain, mm -hmm. like kind of positive brainwashing, if you want to look, look at it that way, into the more positive place, what it does, it gives you a buffer. Because you're absolutely right. Most of us will, we might feel good or we had something good happen, we're walking around, we see something on social media or, you know, somebody texts us or says a, a funny comment to us, like, oh, we're wrecked, right? Yeah. But when we actually start to do these things on a regular, consistent basis, then we actually build up. It's kind of like a, a callus on our souls, right? <laughs> to protect ourselves <laughs> from the negativity that comes from yeah. the world, right? Yeah. And and so, um, so we want to be able to be in that headspace where we can actually start to believe the stuff we're writing down. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be the big stuff. It can be like, yeah. I like cats, right? <laughs> um, and, and once you have that and you can start to believe it over and over, you will start to trust it, okay? And then 
that's not going to happen the same way. Mm. So when somebody gives you the hard time or whatever, it's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, maybe that is true, but you know, look at this, my list of 150 mm-hmm. things that I do awesomely. So, you know, one bad thing, I got 150, so I'm, I'm good. I'm still winning, right? So one of the things on this list of the four daily ways to train your brain for mm. positivity, number two says, make your bed. You actually mean <laughs> like make my bed? I mean, well, so yes, and generally <laughs> it means organize your space okay Okay. so um making your bed is one of those things that you know uh, it's it's simple it's quick and something you can do first thing in the morning right so generally when you're organizing your space well if you're if you're living in an organized space or have a part of your space that's organized that you can actually sit in and pay attention to it actually has us feel calm it helps to calm our nervous system it helps us to feel like there is order in our lives right so being in a space that's organized and orderly is good for our emotional mental and physical health so there's that aspect to it but something like making your bed you also get two other positive things from it one you're doing something active to change your life in a positive way and so i know it's a simple little thing but it gives you a feeling of power, okay? You have power and agency in your own life to make your environment work for you. And that little thing, first thing in the morning, can really start your day in a positive way and have that be the snowball that keeps building throughout the day. But we're too busy to make our bed. Get up two minutes earlier or 30 seconds earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, right? Do you know what I mean? I do know. Because really just that little investment in time it, it, it has huge, huge positive ripple effects throughout the rest of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's amazing. There is something wonderful uh, about sleeping yeah. in a clean room. When Absolutely. you go into a room and everything's all clean, there's not there's not clothes on the ca- dresser, there's not towels on the bathtub, whatever it is. Yeah, your paper's on the other side yeah. of the bed. It yeah. kind of ranks, you know, like clean sheet day. Yeah. There's a reason why we all like clean sheet day. Yeah, or going to hotels. Or going to hotel, yeah, you know, yeah. and have the big mm-hmm. fluffy pillows and it's yeah. all there. There's something really nice about that. Well, okay, so the people that do, um, like, workshops and the seminars and stuff like that, I've, I've done some training with them. And they, so good, good people who do, uh, you know, really good ones, they have somebody in the room that's in charge of, well, what, the way I learned it, they call it zenning the space. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So what they do is like after, uh, like at the break time, they kick everybody out yeah. and you come back, all the chairs are put in, all the tables are, are, you know, in order, the notebooks are, you know, all lined up and the glasses are filled, all that stuff. These are subtle things that people don't always articulate. Huh. But what they've found, again, research, right, is that that puts people in a much better state to be able to learn. They learn better. They're not as distracted. They can focus more and they feel better. So if the people who are paying big bucks and we're paying big bucks to them, yeah. do it. Yeah. Why not do that for ourselves? on a regular basis and start our day right. All right. We're going to start making the bed now. <laughs> Add it to the list. We'll get up 30 seconds earlier. That's right. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us uh, in studio this afternoon. The four daily ways to train your brain for positivity. When we come back, we'll talk about feeding your brain and feeding your soul and running from negativity. Yes, yes. running from negativity.
Dr. Gans Ference in studio. Your new website almost up and running. Yes, askdrgans.com. So it's it's a new setup and can't wait for you guys to go check it out. And it's not all the way up yet, but you can go there. You can put your name in and you'll get you'll get uh, notifications when it's up and there's going to be a whole bunch of cool stuff that's going to be involved in that. Awesome. So, so we're yeah. talking four daily ways to train your brain for positivity. And uh, number three on this list is feed your brain and soul. And that sounds simple. <laughs> yes, it sounds simple. All of these sound simple. Well, like, like everything else, you know, every, any change we make, we can make the uh, intellectual choice to do it, which is great. That's where it starts. But then we got to put in the work to actually do it, right? And, and, and with all of these things, we need to put in the time to make them normal. We need to make habits out of all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So feeding your brain in positivity. So, um, 50, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, most people were religious in some way, mm-hmm. right? Now that's not as popular. But, you know, the, the, one, of the, one of the benefits of religion is that it's a programmed way of thinking and being and doing and living life and that sort of thing. One of the things that a lot of religions do is they encourage their people to look for something inspirational in the mm-hmm. morning, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's prayers or meditation or reading something or whatever it is. And that is a very, very positive and very powerful thing to do for your brain, your soul, your heart, your physiology, is to start to feed something inspirational into your head early in the morning and start your day off right. Hmm. You know, um, whether it's just taking some time to think or in contemplation of a positive thing, or, you know, you can do your greatest hits list in the morning or whatever, <laughs> right? Um, but the idea is you want to start to feed this positive um, stuff into your brain on a regular basis and consistent basis. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're just talking about my website and I came across this other website that I think is one of those places that you can go to feed your brain. It's called understandingcompassion.com mm. and it has got a whole bunch of really positive stories on there about people showing love and compassion to other people. Mm. And it's, you know, I was on there the other day and it was just filling my heart you know, and uh, that, that sort of thing, things like that is what I'm talking about. Um, filling yourself with positivity because it's very easy. Well, it used to be, we have to go, we had to go look for news and information. Now information is coming at mm-hmm. us and our, our job in life is now to filter it instead of going out and looking for it. We mm-hmm. don't have to go out and buy a paper to get information, right? It's coming at us. So we do have to go out and look for positive stuff now, unfortunately. So Gans, does this also include, you know, you can read something in the morning, but I think, um, you know, different times in our lives, we can start to find things that we love mm-hmm. in the past number of years. I like birds. Mm-hmm. I love, uh, you know, my, my tree swallows in the backyard that mm-hmm. show up and should be showing up any time now. Mm-hmm. Um, the hummingbird feeder's up in hopes that the hummingbird's going to show up soon is, you know, that sort of thing yep. as well. All that stuff. And it, so it doesn't always have to be in the morning. It can be throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, the more you get, the better you are, basically, is, yeah. what, is what it is, right? But yeah, anything that is going to make you feel happy and or, well, and, it will be and, not or, um, help you to feel soothed, help your nervous system and your body to feel 
feel soothed, right? Um, wrapping up a nice warm blanket, cuddling with a loved one, you know, laughing at a kid, playing with the pets. Um, nature is extremely healing, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, one, one of the things that I did, I had a home office in my previous house. It was down the basement with no windows or whatever. So I, I had one of those... Um, you know, uh, scenes of Alberta calendars, yep. right, with yep. the mountains and everything. So at the end of the year, well, every every time a month was done, I'd cut out the picture <laughs> and I'd put it around my little, like, you know, cubby hole there, right? So even though I didn't have a window, I had all these scenes of, like, you know, the mountains and the forests and stuff, yeah. and it was, it was quite refreshing. So. You know what, Gans, as, as you were talking, talking about, you know, whatever so- soothes you and stuff, mm-hmm. and I think you might have seen I was bending over yeah. this way for some reason, <laughs> because I was thinking to myself, well, sometimes... A glass of red wine mm-hmm. soothes me, and I'll have people texting in. Well, you know, sometimes you know, toke on a, on a, on a, on, <laughs> on a, a joint, joint. Yeah. soothes mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know that sort of thing. And I guess there's a difference between soothing and turning that into masking or right, right, abusing, right. right? Yeah, right, right. So there's a difference between medicating away the feelings, mm-hmm. or there's a difference between soothing. And and you know, I was talking to my psychologist actually just this afternoon um, about you know different things that we can do to feed ourselves and. And a lot of it is in the attitude and the intention of what we do versus what the actual thing is that we're doing. So if you're drinking a glass of red wine to drown your sorrows, that's very different than, you know what? I feel really good and I really enjoy this. A good wine. I love the bouquet. I mm-hmm. love the taste in my mouth. Oh, this is really nice. Oh, I really enjoy yeah. this, right? You're still drinking the same wine, but the experience is totally different. Yeah. And the benefit is totally different, right? So, I so mean, but you can come home why. and have a, you can come home and have a, a, a glass, you can have a drink or whatever if you mm. had a bad day or you've had a great day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it right. depends. Right. But I guess what you're saying is being aware of why yeah, you're doing being, it. Yeah, being aware. Yeah. And, and because, you know, if you're enjoying it and it's soothing, and it's positive and you know especially if you're like you know because we can have spiritual experience with like mm-hmm. wine right i mean you know you're paying attention to <laughs> yep. it um if you're doing it for the richness of the experience that's very different than escapism right or, yeah. or medicating with it uh-huh. but you know always with any with any substance or any of those things we always want to watch because yeah. some of this stuff can you know go too far and we get kind of stuck with it. You had talked about being uh, outdoors and and Mm -hmm. how nature is, you know, such a a big role. And I think one of the challenges living where we do is that we, for a lot of us, not there's a lot of you out there that get out and enjoy the the great great. winter, you're skiing, you're you're Mm -hmm. hiking, whatever. But there's a lot of folks that, you know, we we stay inside for the better part of it. And I think right now everyone, it's just chomping at the bit. It's almost like, come on already. Oh yeah, I feel it. A lot of people, this has been a really rough year for a lot of people because of that, because the winter's been a little, you know, it's, it was kind of mild in the beginning, but it just lasted mm-hmm, long, mm-hmm. right? And we're getting snow every morning now, and you know, I know my son's frustrated every morning he wakes up <laughs> like, what? Again! <laughs> right? But, uh, but yeah, it, anything that we can do, and, and those of us who are shut in, if we can start to appreciate the outdoors, even yeah. when it's not sunny and warm, and start to play in that space with that, that you know, those activities that people do in the winter, that would be good for us. But also when we do have a chance to get out, when it is sunny, when it is warm, give ourselves permission to go out and do that and and really take it in. And and even if we can't get outside, even being by a window, mm-hmm. like you talked about the hummingbirds mm-hmm. and, you know, the swallows and stuff like that, just being there and giving yourself permission to sit and look at that stuff is like, ah, oh, 
that's really nice, right? Or, you know, even cat videos, really. <laughs> <It's> like, <you laughs> know, whatever blows up your whatever, skirt. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> you know. Um, what I, you know, I, I have... Well, the one living thing in my office is this little, uh, uh, well, besides me, I guess, <laughs> is this little um, African violet plant yep. that I got when I moved in the office. It's the one thing I've actually kept alive that mm-hmm. long, other than my children. So, um, but it's it's nice. I, you know, I sit and I look at that sometimes, got little flowers on yep. it now. It's like, ah, that's really nice. And yeah. so sometimes when I'm feeling down, I just take a moment and look at that. It's like, okay. I feel more soothed now. That's good. And I can get back into my routine. Yeah, there is something about making your workspace uh, pleasant and appealing. And, yeah. uh, you know, I've, I've got a little plant on my desk, too, just recently. And I'm a, I do the same thing. I look at it and go, oh, look at it. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's little things that make you happy, <laughs> Something else that's alive. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Gans Ferentz, four daily ways to train your brain for positivity. When we come back, I think this is a biggie. Run from negativity. <laughs> Kind of hard to do at times with uh, social media, but let's tackle that after this. Okay, again, Dr. Gans's web, new website is askdrgans.com. So ask, D-R-G-A-N-Z.com. Yeah. And it's not fully functioning yet, but go there, put your name down, and as soon as it's up, you'll get a notification. And then come check me out. So, Gans, mm-hmm. run from negativity. <laughs> yes. So it's a little more challenging, it seems, these days. Certainly social media. Well, yeah. Television. Like, yeah, like <laughs> we're news. just talking about. Everything is coming at yeah. us. And, you know, like, happy news doesn't always, you know, get the ratings, right? Mm-hmm. But we need it, right? And, and, and because... Because many of us are in that um, that experience, that generation where we didn't grow up with this stuff, we still many of us like we take information. There's a there's a um, there's a a, uh, a value to information, mm-hmm. right? Because we used to have to go out and get it, and so there can be a sense that oh no, I don't want to waste the information. I want to make sure I get mm-hmm. it. And, you know, the, the the kids that are grown up with it, yeah, it's just a commodity for them, right? So it's a lot easier for them to at least in theory get the idea that they don't need to look at everything right but all of us can learn to filter stuff much more effectively because stuff is moving so quickly in that whole arena that our our culture has not had a chance to figure out Hmm. what to do with this Mm -hmm. in a healthy way yet but um so running from negativity is both online and in real life, right? So if we have negative people around us, whether family members or friends or coworkers or whatever, we need to first of all recognize that that is the truth, that this this is this is how it is. And we don't it's not really about a judgment, okay, you're a negative person. Mm-hmm. It's more like, well, you know what? I don't know, but after I hang out with this person or talk to them on the phone, I feel drained. You know, I don't feel quite as up or I feel kind of off, right? And that's how you know. You, you, you ask your gut. You ask you, right? And then um, once you have that, then you realize, okay, this is a person I need to at least limit my interactions with or, you know, mm-hmm. cut them out altogether mm-hmm. because that's better for me. Because if I don't do that, then I'm going to be drained and I'm going to become one of the negative people that sucks the life out of everybody else around me as well. Well, you talked earlier about a, a buffer for your soul yeah. and that is just really another buffer for your soul. Absolutely. But it can be certainly difficult if it is, let's say, a friend mm-hmm. or family member mm-hmm. because, um, at, well, especially with, with family at times, it can just be expected. So how do you... How, <sighs> Do you have to have that? Con- do you have to say I'm cutting you out, um, or do you just ghost them? <laughs> well, 
I wouldn't ghost them. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not a big fan of ghosting unless unless there's there, there are no other choice. If you tell them that we got to stop and they keep coming at you, then yeah, you got to like change your number or move mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Um, but uh, but no, I think I think it is it is okay to say you know what. Uh, I, 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 our interactions have not been healthy and they haven't been, they, at least they haven't been healthy for me. I don't know what they have mm-hmm. been for you, but this has been really difficult. I think we need to take a break and slow down our interactions or I, you know, I can't talk to you as often or whatever it is. Right. And, um, and then, you know, kind of see how you feel. Right. Uh, if we choose to, um, be around people, like let's say it's a family member or whatever. And, and by the way, not disrespecting families, but also understanding that just because you're related by blood, it does not mean you have to keep hanging around <laughs> negative people or people who are hurtful or harmful, right? Um, it's responsible to protect yourself mm-hmm. and to protect your kids if mm-hmm. there's somebody in the mm-hmm. family that's, that's mean or negative or whatever, right? But if we do choose to be around somebody who we know has this effect on us, there are some things we can do to protect ourselves. One is I like to preload, okay? So you can preload um, positive stuff like, you know, watching back, the hummingbirds. Or go or, back to or, your go, list. All that stuff, right? Get extra sleep, eat some stuff you like to eat or that, you know, that one glass of really good wine or whatever, <laughs> right? And then, you know, so when you're actually interacting with them, you've already built an extra buffer for yourself so that, when you know, you know it's going to take some out of you, but you put more in to begin with, right? And then plan for some of that after. When I have to interact with people who uh, I know are kind of draining or difficult, um, or if I know I'm going to have a particularly um, energy-intensive weekend, I will give myself permission that on Monday and maybe even Tuesday, I'm going to pace myself. I'm not going to expect as much of myself for those two days. I will do the things that I'm responsible for, but I may do them at 60 or 70% as mm. opposed to like 80 or 90 or trying to get 100. And I'm not going to add extra stuff. And, uh, you know, you can also post-load positive things. So post-load, like, you know, the friend you haven't seen for five mm-hmm. years, that would be a great time to say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure I plan to see her mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know this is what's coming. I'm going to go and make sure we have that. So now I have that to look forward to as well so yeah. not just the actual activity of actually seeing her but you know that hey three more days i'm gonna see my friend this is gonna be awesome right and that's that can help you protect yourself from that negativity now this isn't a, a complete uh, firewall it's not uh it's 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 always going to you're always going to have challenges oh, yeah. um but it, again just going back to the start of the conversation the more we train our brains yep. this way the better it becomes long run and yep. and this isn't again it's my favorite word, uh, saying i think this past week is you know clicking your heels together waving a magic <laughs> wand and it's not just not going to be there no this is this is like anything this is um it's it's a it's a learning moment yep. it takes some time it does not happen overnight train your brain so training right it's not, it's not you know imagine know, but that it's we already all want there. it done immediately <laughs> right, it's right. the world we live in right exactly yeah so it's 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 training so we train ourselves to think in a certain way and we train ourselves to have um, to, to you know to be have more of a certain type of experience than others if we don't consciously train our brain it is being trained anyway you know we're training it anyway we're just not doing it consciously and it's being trained by the environment or by social media or at random and all i'm saying is you know we can take the 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 responsibility to consciously and deliberately train our brain 
in a positive way, in a way that's going to work for us. Before we let you go, uh, someone had uh, texted in and said, just wondering if keeping your brain, this is Marfis, just wondering mm-hmm. if keeping your brain healthy and active oh, brings yes. positivity as well. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, just really quick, uh, new challenges, new experiences for your brain, novelty, you know, the learning a new skill, uh, uh, learning a, a new instrument or a mm. new um, song on an instrument or singing or whatever, anything that's going to challenge you in a different way gives you a different experience. It actually creates what we call dendritic growth, right? So the parts of your brain, the brain cells start to send out these little arms everywhere and your dendrites grow and it forces your brain to create more serotonin, which is the happy energy chemical, right? So we actually get a boost. It's one of the best ways to deal with, you know, depression and anxiety is to create some newness and some challenge. Exercise also helps. Um, but Drive home a different way tonight. Dri- exactly. Drive home a different way. Put your other foot into your pants first, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See how that works for you. You know, do some stuff that's different and it wakes up your brain and b- making your brain healthy does create positivity and helps you have a better uh, experience in the, in the mix. If you want to check out this conversation one more time, you can go to the Afternoon News uh, page at 630ched.com. Click on uh, Afternoon News. Go into the audio vault. It'll be up there in probably about five minutes time. <laughs> Uh, again, the new website, AskDrGans.com. Uh, it's not fully loaded yet, but you can sign up for it. Get lots of great stuff coming uh, your way. Absolutely. Dr. Gans-Ferrance, always, uh, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for See having me. the end of the month. Always love coming here.